Jeff, you okay? I'm here. So, welcome to episode 43 of Sports Takes Galore. This is the 49ers versus Cowboys post show. And once again, I have my friend here, Jay McLovin, from the podcast Unscripted. So, how are we doing this evening, Jay? Well, my Cowboys won. I don't know if I could be doing any better. Yeah, I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just a, for you guys. I I, I I say it again, man. You, you guys got to find a, like that, I mean, that's really your issue, right? I mean, I, and I think Jeff Garoppolo. I think when he comes back, like you said, uh, hopefully you you know he'll be uh, good to go when he comes back because this four turnovers you guys had was just that's what killed you guys. The four turnovers plus the special teams at the end when Ceedee Lamb got that ball. That's really what killed you guys. And I ain't gonna lie, man. It's just, for once in my life, I'm glad the Cowboys could finally capitalize off, off that misfortune. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it I mean it, it, it all started with the turnovers. I mean, you know, you got 14 points off turnovers. I mean, and of course, to, in total, I mean, my team turned the ball over four times. So you know, you're losing a turnover battle. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna lose. 99% of the games in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and then you, and then, I mean, and Nick Mullins, I mean, he, he's been, he's, he's turned the ball over probably, I think, like six straight games. So it's like, I'm just, I'm just done with that. I'm just done with him. I mean, I'm tr- I've done everything I could to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it's to the point now where I'm just like, I don't want to see him back on the field again. But it's, yeah, but it's, you know, they said, they hey they said they took him out of the game because he uh, lost feeling in his arm. I think they look. I think they took him out because he lost feeling for how to play the position of quarterback. Yeah, but here's the thing: he's done that uh, for for a couple of ge- a few games now. So it's like it's obvious that you know Coach Kyle Shanahan has no confidence in CJ Beathard. I mean, because the way Nick Mullins has been turning the ball over and costing the team some games. I mean, right. he would have gotten. He could have gotten. He should have gotten pulled a long time ago. So it's it's obvious. So my feeling is this: this after the season is over, I'm hoping that we we just get rid of um Mullins and CJ Brether and and here and this is just my suggestion. I I talked to you know some a fellow 49er fan, and I said I would keep Jimmy G for an, an, another season, and I would draft a quarterback. I mean, I wouldn't draft him high, but you know, at least you know, draft one that you know that 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 even signals that say to Jimmy, maybe this this is a, a make or break year for you. And if you don't, right? And if you don't produce, if you get hurt again, then it, then it's time. Then it's time we're going to move on from you. But but get, but getting back to the game here, I mean. I mean, when when we when we came back and tied the game, and then of course you guys got the field goal at halftime, I was just like, "There's a chance. It's actually a chance that you know we can come back and take this game over." And we had several opportunities to to do so. I mean, I mean, one would yeah, got the stop, and and and, and, and it's like, well, all we have to do is now take the lead, and then Nick Mullins throws an interception, and I'm just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> hey, like, welcome to Cowboy Life. That's how I felt for several, several seasons now, where we feel like we're about to turn the turn the page, and then it just doesn't happen. And it, and it, not only does it not happen, but it just goes disastrously wrong. 
You know, I mean, I say a lot of confidence in Brother, but hell, Brother's one for one. He's a, he, or excuse me, he's five for seven for a hundred yards, a touchdown, and no damn picks. Actually, they he played better than Mullins. So well, yeah, 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 he, he actually did. I mean, he. I mean, there were some. There were some timely plays he, he he made. I mean, that that one that he made, like I think what it was like, what was it? I think it was was it twenty? No, it was a twenty? It was 27, 24, and you guys had yeah. the ball back. And I mean, that that big pass play that down to the to the receiver. I mean, it, it, it got you in scoring position, and then of course you guys took took the lead. So it was. Uh, it, it was, yeah, it was rough. Know, like I said, you know, you can't win games when you're. Listen, I understand we all have problems, but man, when you turn the ball, listen, when you turn the ball over four times, that, that ain't nothing but a loss. Oh yeah, you're losing 89% of your games. I mean, I mean, especially the fact that, that right now the team is just not built to come from behind. I mean, right. I mean, one of, remember one of the keys that I said, and it, 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 was, it seemed like it was it, it, it came to rich fruition, was, you know, I said the running game has to be the key, and Raheem Moster, you know, he was running the ball effectively until he got hurt. And then Jeff Wilson was actually running the ball pretty well as well. So, I mean, the running the, the, so the running game, you know, did what it needed to do. It's just, you know, Nick Mullins was just Nick Mullins. You know, like I say, his ceiling's been reached. Yeah. He's limited. Because honestly, I mean, our run game was, was horrible. But then again, we didn't have Zeke. You know, we had Tony Pollard, which is, I can think it's like his second year in the league. But I will say this, Tony Pollard didn't do too bad. You know, he had he ran the ball 12 times, 69 yards, averaging 5.8 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, the, the guy did, like you say, he did his job. But we, you know, we only put up like 87 yards total rushing, which is not a whole lot compared to, I think you guys put up like around the 150 mark. But like I said, I mean, if you look at our, as a matter of fact, if you look at everything, our, you know, our, our passing yards uh, were like 204. Like, so we didn't pass the ball for a whole lot of yards. We really didn't even run a whole lot of yards. But what we did, which I can't believe, is our secondary, which is the worst part of our game, came to fruition, and that's where we got two picks. And then, of course, you know, y'all had uh, a couple of fumbles in there. And, you know, and then the special teams. I mean, oh, my God. Y'all tried that onside kick. Thank God that CeeDee Lamb there. And he just, man, he just took it all the way into the house. Yeah, I mean, and I was like... was supposed to. CeeDee Lamb was supposed to stop at the goal line, take a knee, and run out the clock. But the guy's like, I'm so damn open. I don't care. I'm taking it to the house. And Mike McCarthy's like, I'm not going to blame the guy. Whatever. He did what he did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that right there was, that, that was basically, that sealed it right there. I mean, it was like, you, 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 you get, when you get an onside kick, all you ask the receiver to do is just just catch it, fall down, and that's it. But the opening was there, so I mean, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, you kidding me? I mean, how, I mean, how do you screw up an onside kick? Like, I mean, like that's one thing not to recover it, but to let the guy run it in. I mean, right? I mean, it's I, mean just, it's just, I think I just think it's so ironic that our weakness hurt you guys and that's so weird because i never would have thought i would say that our defense given the way that it's played for the majority part of this year turned out like that it is it, it yeah, I, mean, I, I, like, I have to I, give credit your secondary is secondary i yeah. mean which is which i mean which is the weakest part of the of the defense because you guys have a strong front seven i mean like i say i mean greg gregory was me he was making some noise i mean alden smith 
you know, we're making some noise. Niner, Alden Smith. We were talking about how these teams have combinations of each other's players. And here we go. We go out and get Alden Smith, who's been, what, out out the league four years, but former 49er, Raider. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at Alden Smith. I'm thinking to myself, man, if the Cowboys don't re-sign that guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate to have him back on the Niners if um if if, oh, yeah. if the Cowboys don't I mean don't don't resign him in, in the off season I know that you only sign him for like what one season right yeah but I you yeah I I can't imagine them not resigning him to a long term deal I mean that's almost I could almost see that being a guarantee because because like I said well we need our edge rushers and right now he's proven to be a valuable edge rusher um. So I can't imagine them not re-signing Alden Smith for no for some reason. Yeah, me, 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 me neither. I mean, like I say, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of glad to see him, you know, get, get, I mean, get a second chance. I mean, like I say, I was, I mean, I, I enjoyed him, you know, when he was playing well, but of course, all the personal problems just derailed his career, and I was just like, you know, and then see him come back and you know get another shot, and you know, is 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 playing well. I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy for the guy. Right, I mean he's and he, you know, and the guy, you know, for the guy to be out for what four years and come back, you know, usually you expect these guys to be rusty, not maybe not to be too productive right off the get go, but this guy's had thirty tackles and five sacks. I mean, that's crazy to me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know where that noise is coming from? For some reason, I have some music playing, and I don't even know where it came from. Oh, there okay. it is. Looks like it looks like I had one of my my little slide windows open. I apologize, but yeah, you know. Um, you know, for him to have, come back and have five sacks and thirty solo tackles, I mean, this guy's coming back almost like where he picked off, you know, or or he's you know he's starting to gain momentum from where he left off with the Raiders and the 49ers when he was just a sack monster. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But I, 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 it's weird to me. So you know, both of our teams are in last place, and now we actually moved up one spot. I think the Eagles now are in last place, and Washington lost today. So right now, mathematically, we need basically Washington to lose twice and us to win twice, and we're in the playoffs. Whereas, and we, and we have a crappy record. That tells you how slow the NFC East is, right? Because you guys yeah. are sitting there writing like the same record we got, but y'all are gonna mathematically probably most likely miss the playoffs. Well, we'll miss the playoffs. Well, we're we're we've already we're already gonna miss the playoffs since the um, Arizona just beat the Eagles. So that eliminated. Yeah, I think that was that eliminated us. So, and like and like I said. And I've, I've 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 been tweeting this, yeah. I've, I've tweeted this out that I mean George Kittle is not to see this field the rest of the season. Shut him down now. I mean, yeah. Like that, I say, there's no reason. There's no reason to put him out that. there. Tear ACL, jeopardize next season. I mean, and even I wouldn't even put Jimmy Jimmy G. I wouldn't even bring him back either. You, you know, I, I always say if if. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I don't, well, I don't promote this, but at the same time, I feel like, hey, look, man, you know, if you can't, if you can't win the division or if you can't get into a wild card, if you can't just make, can't make the playoffs, then, you know, the only thing you can do at that point is try to go for draft picks so you can, you know, build upon that. And I tell you, man, it's almost like it's, I hate to say it, but it's in your best interest, really, truthfully, to just play your, your, your B level players. Almost treated like a preseason, right? Where you test out to see what you actually have and the other guys, and get ready for the next year, and hopefully get some good draft picks. Uh, you know, with the, with the you know official with a little bit worse record, right? I mean, that's almost a win for you guys, honestly. 
Well, I mean, we're going to be in the top 10. I mean, most likely we're going to be in the top 10. I mean, so. I mean, that's almost. I mean, of course, and, and of course, if you, if you guys still win the division, I mean, y'all probably be like in the what, in the top 20, so. Yeah, you know, and, and speaking of all that, you know, it's interesting to me, you know, because that's what I was just, well, speaking of ruining, you know, and not wanting to win is look at the Jets. The Jets were in lock. I mean, a lot for, for the number one pick. And most likely, they probably would have taken Trevor Lawrence. And yeah. now that they won today, and the fact that um, that because the Jaguars have the weaker schedule, and they have the same record as the Jets, now the Jets, unless the Jaguars pick up another win, and, you know, the Jaguars are going to be drafted number one, and the Jets be number two, and most likely... The Jags obviously are going to take a quarterback. They have to take a quarterback. Yeah, they have. They have to. I mean, if they if they get, I'm I'm probably thinking Trevor Lawrence is probably thinking, oh, I'd rather go to the Jacksonville, go down there that, that Florida weather, you yeah. know, you know, instead of going to you know that New York weather where basically you're in a big media market and you know you, you're going to be under a microscope, you know, twenty four seven. Where in Jacksonville, I mean, he can just. Be him. I mean, he, he's not in a small Microsoft. He's in a small market. You know, I, I agree with you. It's almost like, it's almost like they. You know, if I was a Jets, like I said, I, you know, I probably would have traded that first round pick. To be honest with you, I would have kept Darnold. Darnold's doing good. He just he did a wonderful job playing against the Rams today. And you know, I think that guy's got a lot of potential. The problem with it is they just they need an off- offensive line that can protect, right? And so I feel the like, offensive line and he needs a new coach. Oh, that coach. Well, yeah, but you know that coach is a given. I mean, I'm just saying they're gonna. Adam Gase is his days are numbered. I mean, literally he's got probably two games left, and I guarantee you Adam Gase is not gonna be back. They've already they've already pretty much come out and said that already, you know. And you know, but if they 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 need offensive line, I don't care. Look, even if you go on draft Trevor Lawrence. If you don't put an offensive line there, even he is going to struggle, just like Darnold, and he'll probably wind up getting hurt like Burrow because he's going to have to run for his damn life. And yeah, right. I mean, it's 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 pointless for them to keep drafting. It's almost like their Groundhog's Day; like they just keep drafting the same position, but they don't they don't do anything with the rest of their team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, no matter who the quarterback is, I mean, you could put Patrick Mahomes back there. At, I mean, behind the Jets' offensive line, he would get creamed. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, let's think about it. You know, realistically, what's what's the one quarterback or two quarterbacks probably in the league that would do somewhat decently at, at, with the terrible O-line that the Jets have? And that's probably Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. And that's only because they have the ability to run and scramble and get out of the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Or even, I think maybe, yeah, because even even an Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers would even, would even dead by now. At four, well, that man's pushing almost four. He can't run. <laughs> man, that's yeah, never he been can't really, He can't run what too much. The Jets. Yeah, yeah, that's, cr- that's crazy. So, I mean, so, so now, getting, getting back to the um, yeah. Cowboys and, and Niners here, you you can tell at least one one, one of the um, bright spots I say of course for my team is you know Brandon Ayuk and of course yeah. you know think about him and CD Lamb were in the same draft and both of them you know showed why they were worth you know being drafted in the first round right. I think both of them showed that today you know and and, and I and I, well CD Lamb for sure I mean 
like I said, that really wasn't the position that we needed. We, you know, we really needed some other things in our defense, you know, more than we did our offense. But, you know, the Cowboys really, I don't think they expected him to fall uh, at number 17 like he did. And so, you know, Jerry Jones is going to take best available, even though, man, I tell you, you know, as, as great as CeeDee Lamb is, I mean, I thought we could have had Cole Beasley, had Cole Beasley in there. I would much rather have Cole Beasley at that position and go after some defensive help because I think that's going to help us more realistically in the long run rather than just getting another third weapon for Dak Prescott, honestly. Okay. So you don't, so you, so you believe that you, you guys are okay with, you know, Michael Gallup and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, when you take into consideration that they have Schultz, which a lot, like I said, Schultz does not get nowhere near the recognition that he deserves, but you got Schultz in there, you got. You know, Lamb and Gap. I mean, excuse me. you have Gallup, Cooper, and Schultz. Those are those are three big offensive weapons. Plus, you know, you had Zeke. You know, for the, for you know, as, as a running back who can catch the ball. I mean, they had plenty of offense. I mean, look, the guys, the guys put up what almost three thousand yards last year with the tight end and two running back positions. So, I mean, the, the the offense for the Cowboys was never really the problem. The problem with the Cowboys is always the defense. It's just straight up defense. So, how do you get better? if you don't really upgrade that secondary. And the secondary is where we need the most help. I don't really think we even had to stay at the 17 position. They could have traded out of the 17 for draft picks and gone after more defensive help, honestly. Right, right. But, yeah, well, I've, I guess I've, I've been I've, I've talking with Cowboy fans. For, I've said for years the secondary has always been your Achilles heel. You get the secondary, you, I mean, you got a, a strong front seven. I mean, and it, and it yeah. showed in, in, in the game. I mean, like like I say, with you know, with Alden and Gregory, and you know, like I say, even Jalen Smith and and and, and Kyle Vander Vanderich before he got hurt, you know, you know, right. they, those guys, you know, pl- played pretty pretty good there today. Today, and it's weird. I mean, because you know, you're talking about three guys who all three guys have had severe injuries with with Vanderesh's neck fused and all that craziness, or whatever he's done with it now. I mean, his neck is just such a liability, but. You got Van Der Esch who's had major issues. You had Jalen Smith's knee, who he just came back off of reconstructive surgery on that knee. I mean, they were putting stem cells in Jalen Smith's knee just yeah. to get it to regrow. Because he wasn't growing anything in that knee. So, I mean, that's a pretty serious thing. And then you got Sean Lee, which, my God, he's almost like Carson Wentz. If he just blow the wrong way, you know, that guy's getting hurt. And for that, for those three core guys to actually last the whole game and not, get, and not, and not have any kind of setbacks or injuries, I mean that's amazing. I'm and I'm hoping and praying I don't see any cues next to their name come next week. But right, right. Yeah. I mean that's that's a that's a big blessing, you know. And and that, I mean honestly, man, I feel I feel like with the Cowboys with their defense, I feel like it's duct taped. You know, I feel like we got like a duct tape defense. Like we got a, a, it's like having a Ferrari for your offense, and then having a 1962 Buick that you got duct tape on for defense. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of where I feel like we're at at this point. And, you know, the only way that, the only way that Buick is going to get better or you're going to get a better, you know, ride is if you start investing quality money into it. And so I re- that's what I really think, you know, like I said, I mean, our secondary is probably the, oh God, that's definitely our Achilles heel for, for life. And until they address those issues, you know, I mean, Woods, Woozy, you know, Lewis, I mean, I think Trayvon Diggs is probably the one bright spot, honestly, to me in that whole secondary. But even he's a he's a project. I mean, he just got hurt. He just came back off of injury, and I feel like you know he's a project. You know, he's Stephon Diggs' uh, little brother, but I think he's got a lot of potential. 
if they continue to develop him. And mm-hmm. that's part of it, right? So you, so you got the secondary that's one part for the poor Cowboys. But the second part is Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan is just the, like I said, that guy is just not the right guy for defense. He's, he's, he's antiquated. He's old. He's, he's out of touch with, with defensive schemes that are working nowadays. And, you know, so it's two-pronged. You know, I think, I, I know Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones has already said, Mike McCarthy's not going anywhere. So... I think for that matter, if they can just get a better defensive coach, Kellen Moore is doing a pretty good on offense, but if they can get a better defensive-minded coach, make it maybe either get a few free agencies or or better draft selections for the for the secondary. And I think I think we can write that ship. I don't know if you have to blow it up, but I do think there's certain parts of that team that need to be reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I would agree with that. I mean, I mean, like I say, Mike Nolan, of course, used to be the 49ers head coach during. The, you know the the early in the 2000s where we were down we were in, in the um in the horrible in the horrible years we, we, oh, we were basically down that. a decade sure yeah so yeah we're kind of familiar with Mike Nolan I mean not in a good <laughs> way but you know <laughs> and of course the only the only the only like we we I, I look at Mike Nolan's in is of course when he was a Green Bay you know defensive coordinator and you know Colin Kaepernick you know tore him up several times so I was happy about that but but, but you know, know when Mike Nolan was coached you know it was it was just it was a disaster oh I, I agree I agree and I think you you know Kyle Shanahan's a good coach I mean he's a young guy you know I, I think he's gonna be great I, I think I think for the for what you guys got I mean you guys aren't that far removed from the Super Bowl I mean you're only what was that like two or three years out of the Super Bowl I think or is it two years or no we were just last year from the Super Bowl last year we yeah. went to the Super Bowl yeah last year but- God it's, it's this coronavirus it just seems like eons but I mean you got you know you guys are just freshly removed out of the Super Bowl it's not like you have it's not like your team went to craziness I just think that the for you guys the field general is your only real need I mean that's your biggest need let's put it that way Bullshit, I think, is a decent running back. I think he's he's not bad. He, like I said, he averaged a little over five yards today, so he played well. And, and the only thing they killed you guys was was the quarterback position. That's the only – if you would have had any other quarterback that could be a decent field general behind there, let's say, for example, you put in, you know, uh, Jared Allen. You put Jared Allen on that team, you know, or anybody of that nature. It, hell, you could almost damn near put Carson Wentz in that damn spot. And I think, you know, and you would have been just fine. You would have won that game. You would have beat the Cowboys, no doubt, because you would have had the same four turnovers. You know, Wentz might get hurt, but he ain't going to turn the ball over. Right, right. Well, I, I mean, like I say, I I, I have all the, all the comments in Kyle Shanahan. I mean, I mean, any, any, anybody that thinks that he needs to go, I, I mean, knows nothing about football. Because, like I say, when he came in here, he took, he took, a, he took our team – you know, because usually it takes about yeah. three or four years at least to get, you know, especially when you're rebuilding, it take it takes some time. I understand, right. you know, with, 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 you know, with social media and all that stuff, people are not patient anymore. But, you know, in year three, I mean, I mean, we we had we were 13 and three. That was, of course, last year. And basically, if you look at the every game that we lost, we lost on one play. It was always one play. We were actually we were three plays away from being undefeated last year, and of course we were just, you know, I mean a couple of plays from the Super Bowl if we had you know executed those plays. But you know Kyle's Kyle's not the problem. I mean, I mean you can tell he's he's a very innovative play caller, and he knows how to get guys open. But it's just like you say, it's it's a field general. I mean, it's like as, as I say before, I believe if Jimmy. 
Garoppolo would have played today, I think we would have won. You know, I, I I do too. I absolutely believe if Garoppolo would have played today, I think you guys would have taken that because I don't think Garoppolo would have turned the ball over four times for sure. Um, but I also believe, you know, I think in your position for the 49ers, but I, I think what needs to happen with you guys is, is and it's pretty much mirrored what you just said earlier. You know, I'm gonna take I'm just gonna take it one step further. I think, you know, keep Garoppolo. I think that's your definitely your cornerstone for right now. And you know, if you could go in and get, let's say, a BYU Wilson. Or if you could go, if you or if you could draft to get maybe a Mac Jones, you know you're not going to get Trask, you're not going to get Fields, you're not going to get Lawrence. But if you can get some of those lower tier quarterbacks that are still good, you know, like Mac Jones is good, he's great. I mean, matter of fact, he won today, played a pretty decent game. And then you know you got Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson, I believe it is from from BYU. I mean, there's there's still some other quarterbacks out there that you could simply throw right behind Garoppolo, let him get that seasoning while Garoppolo is good, you know, or still, you know, productive. Let them learn from Garoppolo. Let them learn the game of football. And then when Garoppolo, if, if they lose faith in Garoppolo or if they're ready to step us or move, you know, move away from Garoppolo, then they have the quarterback from the future just sitting in the wings ready to go. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, I, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for that. I mean, just get a guy that you can just sit. I mean, hopefully it'll be a year or a couple of years, No, you know, however. I mean, could be longer. It could be like, you know, a, a Joe Montana, Steve Young situation. I mean, even though Steve Young wasn't drafted by the 49ers, he was he was he was drafted by Tampa Bay and was traded to the 49ers. But where's you know, he, he was able to Bay, sit huh? for <laughs> he was able to sit for a few. I mean, he was sit he sit for several years, and then yeah. when his turn came, you know, he was ready to take take the reins. Or even in a, in an instance like like um. The Green Bay drafting Brett, F- I mean, I mean Aaron Rodgers. You know, he sat behind Brett Favre for three years. So, I mean, an, an ideal situation would be, you know, Garoppolo, Zach, you know, Zach Wilson. You know, sit maybe hopefully two or three years, and you know, and then then if you know if if, if Jimmy's still not the answer or we haven't gone any further, of course, it'll only take like twenty twenty one. You know, if twenty twenty one, you know. We're, we're, we're regressing, then yeah, it'll be time to for for um Zach Wilson to move forward. Because I mean, if Zach Wilson can sit behind there, that mean, I mean, it'd be a good quarterback that Kyle Shanahan could you know could groom and you know develop and I mean develop as his own. I mean, as his own um, pet right. project. So that would, that's that's my ideal situation. I mean, Absolutely. I know there's talk about going out and getting Matthew Stafford and all that stuff and I mean even if you do that I would still draft a cool I would still draft the quarterback because Matthew Stafford is 30 he's 30 33 going it'll be 34 when the season starts I mean Garoppolo's only 29 right well so, but do, do the math do, just do the math for me for me right now you guys are five and nine you gotta play the Cardinals and you got to play the Seahawks your last two games, which most likely you'll lose those games unless something crazy happens. So you most likely you're going to finish the season five and eleven. That's just you know from a realistic standpoint, you know I see that being the most feasible way. Now if you go five and eleven, let's just think. You know you need a quarterback, but let's think, you know I'm looking at the standings and I'm looking at teams that I think would need a quarterback. Clearly the Patriots need a quarterback, but they're going to finish out with a better record than you, so that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So you know you're going to draft ahead of the Patriots. The Jets need a quarterback, so they'll probably take one of the one of the big three. So that's one team. If you look at else, you got Bengals. They don't need a quarterback because they already have a quarterback, so you don't have to worry about them. 
So then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the second team, right? Yeah, and yeah. and you know they're going to probably take one of the other two. So that still leaves you with, with Fields, Wilson, and Mac Jones. There's still three quarterbacks out there available. You know the Houston Texans at four and ten aren't taking one because they got Sean Watson. So you don't have to worry about that either. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah. about Denver at five and nine. You don't have to worry about the Chargers because both of those have Locke and Herbert. So you're good there too as well. So oh, yeah, then- so yeah. I mean, this guy's a limit, but of course, the only reason I'm, I'm the only reason about drafting a quarterback. I mean, my, my like I say, my my thing is, you know, as I was saying that if yeah. you draft them high, and you're basically saying the Jimmy 2020 ends up break a brick year. Are you ready to? The question will be. Will Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch willing to signal that this make a break here for you, or they're willing to are they willing to say, okay, we're going to draft him high, and he's going to sit behind you, and if you if you if you continue to produce and we go forward, then he would just stay behind you for several about a certain amount of years. So I mean that's 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 the kind of tricky thing for me, you know what. I'll be honest with you. Look, man, they, they the Green Bay Packers did it with Aaron Rodgers. They did it with Brett Favre. You know, I mean, it's, it's a systematic thing. I don't think – I think you sit down in Garoppolo and be like, look, you know, we're going to bring this young kid in because we don't know. And, and let's be honest. They don't know. And, and Garoppolo has to know right, that they right. don't know. Right? They, they, there's, been talk, there's been talk around the internet – where they have lost in certain cases, like they had lost faith in Garoppolo. It's been out there. I've read the articles. So, and they may say, hey, look, you're our guy right now. You're hurt. But I've seen it on the internet. And I know Garoppolo reads everything. I'm, he's, he's out there reading just like any other athlete is. They're on top of that stuff. Believe me, people talk. So he has to know at some level, they did lose confidence a little bit in him. And, you know, it is what it is. You bring the kid in. And even if, you know, let me tell you something. I, you can't tell me that Garoppolo, that that team, Kyle Shanahan, is so 100% sold on Garoppolo. I don't believe that for one minute. But I do think that they think that he is a quarterback for right now. And I do think that it is a good situation to bring in an, another quarterback, another young quarterback, especially if you can get a Mac Jones or Wilson who have great upside oh, yeah. and are intelligent quarterbacks. You're not going to get too big. Let's uh, and you don't really need Fields. I'm not. I'm not. I. I am not a Fields guy. I don't like Fields. I don't think that's the right guy. I think he's just another runner. But I do think when he played up against Northwestern, I think he was exposed. And I think he is. A, I think. I think Fields ultimately is going to be a bust, just like Josh Rosen and a few others. But I think that that that, in my opinion, Wilson, Mac Jones, those those two quarterbacks alone are going to be. They're going to build something. They're going to go yeah. somewhere. And well, be Mac Jones, if, if he can, and I, if. I don't know why you don't take it since the quarterback is where your real weakness is anyway. I don't see why you don't take a quarterback. But, you know, we'll oh, yeah, see what yeah, yeah. When the draft I mean, like I say, I mean, as far as yeah, Justin Fields is going to have to, he's going to have to get better because right now he, he I mean, I, I mean, I've been throughout the season, you know, I've been, I've been singing the guy's praise because he has been playing well, but lately he has been struggling and, and it's making it seem like he's not seeing the field as well. And in the NFL, you have to be able to see the field, or you're going to get eaten alive. Right. So, I mean, absolutely. So it, it's there, but I mean, it, it's it's there. But I mean, I'm 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 optimistic about the future. I mean, like I guess say this is this is this is this is a down year. I mean, it's just one of those things that just happened. I mean, there's no excuses. I mean, like I said, everybody's going through the pandemic. 
you know, everybody's going through injuries. So, I mean, it's just part of the NFL. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you could go look at the Cowboys right now and see quite a few injuries on our list. I'll be honest with you. I mean, we just, like I said, we didn't even have Zeke today because of a calf injury. So, and then, of course, you know, look at our quarterback, Dak Prescott. I mean, you know, he's laid up in the, uh, he's probably out of the hospital now, but he's laid up somewhere just, you know, counting the, counting the ceiling tiles somewhere. So, yeah, we definitely got, we definitely have our injuries as well. And I don't, and I'll be honest with you, man, I, I think the 49ers are in a great, a great spot. Like I said, I think you just got that one positional need to fix. And, you know, even Garoppolo, he'll be back. And, you know, eventually, it's not going to happen this year, but I do see a very oh, yeah, productive yeah. I, next year. For I, I believe we were healthy. We were probably, I right. believe we would have won the division if we were healthy. I mean, but because, I mean, and I think our defense is good. Yeah. Like I said, you're only one, year, one year out of the Super Bowl. So why why would that be unrealistic? No, not at all. I think, I think, we're, I think like I said, I'm optimistic about the future. I, I really am. That's why I'm saying, you know, because we're, I mean, yeah. our defense, is, even with the, the injuries on defense, we're still a top five defense. Top five. I mean, they oh, gotta, we're going to be t- we're going to be yeah, top absolutely. three next year. I I I, I believe we'll be at a top five. I think we'll be, be, be top three because I mean Nick Bosa's coming back. Yeah, I, I definitely think I have a Bosa. That Bosa, not having Bosa was huge. Oh yeah, that's, Nick- that's huge. So, but I, I think you know once you like you said once you get your defensive injuries back and once you get Garoppolo back. I mean, like I said, you're only one year out, so I don't see why you wouldn't be at the top of your division and going into the playoffs. I, I, I can I can almost assure you that that would be the case as long as as long as y'all can stay yeah, away from the injury. Bug, stay away from the injury flu, you know. And I mean, but I mean, yeah, I, I I agree with that. But I I, I mentioned they were, they were they were during the game they were also they were talking about um you know I think one I think it was the um, female announcer that was talking about uh, talking about she talked to Dak Prescott and you know. Dak Prescott was, you know, seems like he's coming along, and you know they get ready for next year. But now I have, now I have to ask this: I mean, you hear you hear Stephen Jones and you hear Jerry Jones the way they're talking like Dak Prescott's part of the future. Do you believe him? You know, I'll be honest with you. If, if he says that I believe it, but only for, only for the fact that you know we went through a lot of rough issues with Tony Romo. I mean, you had you had the part where you know. Tony was supposed to hold the, the football for the for the field goal kicker and he and he and he botched it. And because he botched it, then the whole t- you know, obviously we didn't we didn't go to the Super Bowl, you know. So uh, Tony Romo has had a lot of issues, but you know what? He kept throwing money his way. And unless I and I'll tell you right now, unless Stephen Jones or even uh Jerry Jones believes that they can have a shot at a good quarterback like a like a Trask or a, or a Lawrence. I don't see them moving on because there's not a whole lot of people out there. There's no quarterbacks out there in free agency right now for them to say, yeah, this guy's better than Dak. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to, it would come. So them, them getting a new quarterback would only come down to if they believe they could trade up and get a quarterback or if a quarterback they felt like would fall away there. But right now at five and nine, you know, there's so many other teams ahead of them that go for quarterbacks that um, that's not going to happen. So I don't see them personally moving on right now. I see them giving him an extension and seeing what happens from there. But I, I, right now, given so the how much of an extension do you think he should get? I mean, I mean, do you think? I mean, he's. I mean, because one of the reason why he didn't get that extension during this offseason because he wanted more than what Dallas was willing to pay him. So I mean, how much of an extension do you give him? I mean, do you say? I mean, because he could. He, 
Johnny Dak Prescott could probably argue, well, look, I mean, I got more wins. I, I mean, I got more wins than um than Carson Wentz. I'm 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 better. I'm I'm better. I'm I'm better than Carson Wentz, and he's getting paid more than I am. And I've 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 taken the Dallas Cowboys in my four years to the playoffs twice, and I've won one one playoff game. So he, I mean, so he he could argue all of that, and then. Let's see who else in that division. Of course, Washington has nothing in the division to scream at, and then Daniel Jones is just, you know, getting started. So, he, I mean, Dak Prescott could probably argue. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I don't know what he he's thinking, but I'm just thinking he could if he would he could he could argue. Well, look, I mean, two. I mean, three three out of the four years that I've been the or two out of the four years I've been the quarterback, we've been in the playoffs. So. I mean, I I think I deserve to be. I mean, I'm gonna get more, get just as much money as Carson yeah. Wentz. So that so my question is gonna be how how far, how much Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones is willing to pay him to keep him. Right, and that and that really is the deal, right? How much you gonna how much you gonna pay that Prescott? And I don't. I think if they were gonna give that Prescott the amount of money that he's looking for, which I think is around the thirty-seven to thirty-eight million dollar uh, a year range, they would have already done that by now. And the fact that they haven't means they're willing to stick to their guns and just give him the franchise tag or the transition tag or whatever tag they're gonna put on him, right? Until either a a better situation comes along, you know, i.e. the draft and they draft up. Or B, they trade, they trade, you know, for Carson Wentz or something. I can see Carson Wentz with Dallas. Seriously, Honestly, I like Carson Wentz. He does have, yeah. Well, here's the I thing: like Carson Wentz. The, the, the thing with Carson Wentz, um, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, you know, just came out and said that if he if he's not the starting quarterback, he wants to be traded. Now we all know Dallas. Oh, is, I mean, the, I mean, usually division foes don't trade between each other. I mean, so. You honestly think that Jerry Jones yeah, would pull I mean, the trigger on that? That is true. I think you know. I mean, what? Will I think they pull the trigger on it? No, I don't see Carson Wentz coming to Dallas. I'm just, I'm just saying that he he is out there. He does want to be traded because let's be honest, Dana Hurts is going to take that spot. It, he'll never see that again, unless unless just Jalen Hurts is just straight into the garbage can. You know that that spot is now his. When he beat the New Orleans Saints, he all but solidified his role as a starter. So now Carson Wentz is going to be just gone. But I think Carson Wentz, he's not hes not old. He's young. He's in his early 20s still. He's only been in the league, what, four, about four years or so. I think that the system that, that, the, uh, that the Eagles are running is not fit for him. I think it's fit more for Jalen Hurts. I think that, you know, because he is a pocket passer, just like Dalton is a pocket passer. And you can see Dalton had great success yeah, today. Yeah, he did. You guys. He did. I think in that category, you know, obviously, you know, they're going to reevaluate his contract. He's not going to get the big contract like he got from Philadelphia in the initial beginning because he's going to have to earn that contract. Right now, he hasn't earned it. And right, I think he right. knows that. So he's going to probably make a lesser contract. Right, right. So speaking of Andy Dalton, I mean, do you, do you bring him back as a as a as a backup? Um, he, he... Uh, you know, the thing about Andy Dalton is he's already said that he wants to be a starter. So. You know, hey, and if he wants to be a starter, great. Whoever wants to come in and take him from us, hey, be be my guest. Um, you know, in my opinion, I think Dalton's on his way out the league. I think he's great as a backup. I have no problems with Andy Dalton being a backup, as you can see. I mean, he's still getting he's still getting wins for us. So, I mean, 
I think he's a good at this point in this stage in his career. I, I just like him as a backup. I don't think he's our starter. I don't think they're going to make him our starter. So if nobody wants to come in and pick him up, because he only on a one year deal. So when this one year deal is up, he's either a going to resign and be a backup to Dak Prescott or whoever it is we got, or he's going to go and be, you know, a starter somewhere else. And I just can't imagine any team out there looking for any. Nah, I, I think starter. I think I just don't. I think he's ba- I think he's down to backup status. I mean, I I. I I think he. I think. Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I think he's almost like where I think Derek Carr for the Raiders are probably is probably going to end up sooner or later. Probably even sooner, be- yeah, because absolutely. I mean, let's absolutely. be honest, John Gruden. I mean, I, I think John Gruden's kind of, you know, he, he's not saying it, but I, I'm kind of feeling that John Gruden. I think is ready to move on from Derek Carr. And I don't know why. I, you know, I, I tell you, man, if you look at Derek Carr's stats and if you look at what he's done, he's so underrated. The guy is – I, I, um, I did a little piece on him not too far back when we were talking about him, and he's right up there in the top five quarterbacks statistically. Statistically, he's right up there with them. He, you know, he took a lot – or he took a little bit of a hit on the loss. I think – who was it? The, the big, he, had, he had one loss. I forget who it was to. It's not, it's not coming to my mind right now, but he did drop a little bit. But at one point when they were really looking to be like in the in the hunt of the playoffs or they were in the playoff mix, you know, he was statistically playing as good. He had a QBR rating that was matching even that of almost – he was – it was, it was, it was Rodgers, it was Mahomes, I think it was Russell Wilson at the time. And I think, and I think Derek Carr came in right at fourth in the top five statistically. And uh, – you know he's had a, he's had a rough go of it here the last couple of games. Obviously he's injured now, but I think that guy is severely underrated. And you know maybe maybe Gruden is looking to go to somebody else. I don't know, but I think right now you know he's going to come back. He'll get healthy. Yeah, I, I mean I actually start. think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I actually do think he's a good quarterback. I think I think at times you know I think I think he's he's, he's a little hot and cold. And I, I, I call him like a hot and cold quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. You know he. Yeah. I mean, he, he's more hot than he is cold. I'll put it to it. Every damn quarterback's hot and cold. I mean, hell, even Mahomes today going up against uh, New Orleans took quite a few sacks. I mean, he was a little cold today. But, you know, luckily for them, they were able to pull it out. They, I think they won that game by four points. But – and then look at Russell Wilson. Look how cold that guy's gone. And then I've seen several interceptions by Eric Rodgers, you know, and a few of his games. So, I mean, everybody goes to that, that spell. Nobody stays a hot – 100%. The, what you do want is your quarterback to be, number one, poised when he's not hot, and number two, that he can still control the right, game. Right, right. You, you, you want a guy that, so, you know, when there's a little adversity, they can overcome it. You know, because that, that's right. that's the thing that then that gets back to, you know, my point about Nick Mullins. You know, Nick Mullins has to have everything perfect. If it ain't perfect, He's gonna, he's you know, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna mess up. He's gonna, he's gonna make mistakes. Things like even Jimmy, even under you know adversity, you know he's um, I mean he's come through because I mean one of the things you know I always you know me and one of my my, my my partners always said was um, you know Jimmy after an interception, you know it, it seemed like that got him going. I mean he would he would throw he would throw one you know boneheaded play and then after that it was like. He he was cool. he was just he was just dropping dimes and things like that. I mean, so it was, it was, so you know he was a quarterback that could handle some adversity. So that's that's why you know it, yeah. it's good for us to keep you know keep him 
you know, keep him for at least another year while we, you know, Kyle gets a, a project that he can develop. He can develop. But that's but that's what you need in your quarterback. You know, your quarterback can you know when things are not only when things are good, but when things are bad, you know, and things are rough, they can overcome overcome that. I mean, when, when the time when the time comes, I mean, especially when your defense, you know, if, if your defense, you know, can um, you know, get enough stops. I mean, because as I say, in that game today, the defense, you know. I mean, was put in bad and in, in tough positions early with the turnovers, and you know, and then they yes. they they did get some time, some good, some timely stops. And like I say, even when we tied the game at twenty four, we had a chance to you know take the lead. I say this is the time to take the lead, and then well, Nick Mullins does Nick Mullins. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I Nick Mullins, what they what. That guy, I feel bad for him, man. I feel like he's just, you know, he's struggling. He, he you know, and he, he's trying to get it. He's trying to get it there. But I mean, he, I mean, like I say, I mean, I, mean, I, I give him the, I mean, he, he, the effort's not. I mean, I mean, it's not from lack of effort. I yeah. mean, that's just, it's just not the thing. But like you say, the guy is not mobile. I mean, he's basically a statue. I mean, he has to have perfect offensive line protection. I mean. You know he can't. I mean, he, right. he's not a guy that's gonna slide slide up in the pocket a little bit. At least one thing with Jimmy with Jimmy is Jimmy can at least slide. Uh, he can he can he can move his feet a little bit and kind of you know slide up into the pocket. Where Nick Mullins, you know, he doesn't have, he doesn't have no kind of mobility. I mean, he's he's not a runner. I mean, he's he's, he's basically like a right. I mean, he's, he's basically like a statue back there. I mean, like you say, if it's if, if he gets perfect offensive line play, I mean, he I mean he can he can he can he can make the plays, but he's just not a quarterback that's of adversity. Like I say, he's his ceiling is 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 already been hit. Yeah, you know, I, and I like I said, I, you know, when 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 Jimmy comes back, you're gonna find out what you have. He's gonna have to shake off some rust, which is why you got that preseason. You know, and that's another thing too. He really didn't have much of a preseason, you know, to really. You know, get acclimated back into game speed and things like that, which and a lot of them didn't have. And I think that's why we're seeing so many injuries in the NFL right now is because that they didn't have yeah. that, you know, that can that pre preseason, yeah. You know, where they can really kind of get out and fill out where they are, you know. And you know, and I, and I think now, hopefully, you know, with this vaccine with COVID, you know, hopefully next year when they when they start back up again or whenever they start back up again, is it this year or next? Maybe, I think maybe next year. year. I like, right, right, like yeah, said, right around like, yeah, you know, April, yeah. April. Well, April's the draft, and then yeah. I think May and June is when they start like you know, mini That's camps and OTNC. They didn't see. They didn't have a lot of you know mini camp and yeah. OTNs this year. I mean, this past. Uh, no, they did because they all got canceled because of COVID. Which again is another reason. I mean, they all their all their game conditioning really just went to hell because they were, everybody was yeah. quarantined. I mean, people were just basically doing virtual stuff. Oh. But yeah, I think I think you know this whole, this thing passes, and you know, you know, then then they can get back to you know having a full off season. I think I think that would make a a, a well of a difference. I mean, as I say, you know, like I say, Nick yeah. Bolts is going to be a hundred percent. I mean. I mean, like I say, Jimmy should be 100%. George Kittle should be 100%. As I say, that's why I'm not putting those guys out there. That's your biggest, that's your biggest attribute right there is, you, is Kittle. Man, y'all guys got one beast oh, man, of Kittle, a tight end. Kittle was, Kittle was pro- I mean, of the Kyle Shanahan 
John Lynch era, George Kittle was the biggest steal. I mean, oh, absolutely. And, and they got this in year one. Think about it, this was year one that we got George Kittle. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing. So you have the pe- you have lots of pieces in place. You know, I think maybe you need to work a little bit on more a little bit more on your receiving core, but man, I, I mean you, you have you have all the pieces you need. Like I said, you're only you're out, like I said, you're you're off in the Super Bowl, so it's not like it's not like you you know you're just that far down. You just I, you're really it's just your field yeah. general, man. That literally is your only I've already got I already got a suggestion for that. I mean, we already know who's the who keepers. Brandon Ayuk. Debo Samuel and Kendrick Bourne are the guys who keep. Oh, yeah. What I would do, in either in free agency or even in the draft, I'm looking for another guy to put on the outside, and then put Debo Samuel in the slot, and put you know, keep, oh, there you go. I believe put, put Debo Samuel yeah. in the slot. You could use Debo Samuel in like so many different ways. But I would put him as a slot receiver. Brandon Ayuk on one side. I get another receiver. Well, like I said, whether it's a you know, a, a, a nice veteran, you know, that can be on the outside or, you know, a young guy in a draft. I mean, I know this ain't going to happen, but my oh, yeah. dream would be to get, you know, Devontae Smith from Alabama and put him in, 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 in put him in Kyle Shanahan's offense because that guy could do it all. I mean, I, he, I believe he's the best receiver in college football right now, but I know that's probably not likely, but, you know, because... You know, of course, right now, I think one of the biggest needs, of course, is is, is the quarterback position. And then I think the, another need is probably a quarterback. I mean, and I say that is because, you know, I mean, we don't know if we're going to keep Richard Sherman or not. But Richard Sherman's up there in age. And like I say, you're kind of. Yeah, I think Richard Sherman's almost on his way out, to be honest with you. That, that guy, he's he's just a lot older in the tooth <laughs> now. And I think Richard Sherman is contemplating whether or not he's going to come back. So I don't even know if that's necessarily a guaranteed thing. Oh, it's not. He's already, he's already, he believes so, that he's, you know, because of, con, you know, because of um salary restrictions, of course, because, you know, because, you know, there's, there ain't much revenue this year due to not having any much fans. Yeah. The salary cap is going to drop a little bit. So he's thinking that, you know, that because, you know, this is the last year of his three-year contract. And he's not gonna and he's thinking he's not gonna be there because of those restraints. I mean, personally, I mean, I, if I would bring him back on a one year deal if if possible, but I would draft somebody, you know, that he can groom and take his take his place because we, we really need a, a real shutdown corner. I mean, all the other guys we have well, I don't now, even know like, if Richard Sherman that. Yeah. All the other guys we have there now, like I mean, Emmanuel Mosley and you know, of course, I don't. We are a Keller Willerspoon, which I don't want to see on the field anymore. That that guy's he's, he's he's I've lost confidence in him. We've got him for four years, and I haven't seen that, that improvement. But we just need a, a, a guy. We need a, we need a guy who's going to shut down corner because we're in a, we're in a division where we have two stud um, receivers yeah. on the opponents team on the opponents. You know, Seattle has DK Metcalf wow. and and. And, and and Arizona has Kyler. I mean, he has um DeAndre Hopkins. Which if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm just like I, I, he's got to be angry every day at, at, at Bill O'Brien for trading away his best weapon. But but I but I mean, we got we just need a guy that can match up with the with, with these two receivers. I mean, we're gonna be dealing with these guys for a long time. 
And, you know, right. if we want to, you know, keep winning consistently, winning the division, get the playoffs, contend for Super Bowls, you know, we're gonna have to we're gonna we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to beat those teams consistently. Seahawks, Arizona, and those guys have those big play receivers, and we we really need a a guy that can go toe to toe with them. You know, and that's another thing too. You, you you know, like not to rewind back, but I was just thinking like you know talking about shutting down people. You know, obviously you're shutting down Kittle and Garoppolo and stuff like that. But you might want they're gonna have to probably even look into consider shutting down Mostert because honestly. He had another ankle injury. He's missed like four games with that ankle injury. I, you know, I mean, I don't even know what, you know, what's the point of playing him. I'd probably look at your second, your second tier running back, or your backup running back, and just use him to supplant, you know, the rest of the way, and let and just let Mostert shut it down until next season. I would, I would agree. With, I would agree with that too. I, I mean, I, I've actually thought about that too. I think most. I don't think Mostert should see the field either. I mean, Jeff Wilson. I mean, he. I mean, he. He's provided some, you know. A, some plays and and McKinnon, I I would just go ahead and just play him because I think it's time we, we we move on from him too. I think that I think that four year contract we got from him has just not been worth it. I mean, I mean to be fair, of yeah. course he's been hurt twice, so you know, unfortunately he, he got you know um, injury um um bug, but still, I mean, we really haven't gotten gotten the, our values worth out of out of that contract we signed with him, so. I think go ahead and I mean, play can, him can look, and Coleman. Look at Cam, uh, what's that? What's that thing? You can you can look uh, look at the Browns and possibly see if you can even maybe do a trade for uh, Kareem Hunt since they have Nick Chubb and then, now they're probably gonna want picks. That's the only downside. Yeah. Yeah, I but mean, that would, Hunt, I think I think he, like, I think he would I think he would excel in a Shanahan offense. But I'll tell you another another I another dream for the draft. Even though. I mean, I don't know if, if he, he he'll still be there, but I doubt he would be. But I mean, with with the other needs that have to be addressed, I mean, I would even, uh, I mean, because like I said, the running backs that we're going to keep, of course, are, are Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and of course that guy. I mean, Michael Hasty, who was um, who I mean, who got who was who came in off the off the practice squad and was and was was doing great things for us. I mean, those guys are keep now Coleman. I mean, we already, I mean, he signed a two-year deal, so we already got our two years out of him. So I, I'll right. be surprised if they keep him. But you know, if somehow we can get if, if, if we were to get ETN, Travis ETN out of Clemson, I mean, I mean, he would be, I mean, he'd be Kyle Shanahan's dream type of running back. I yeah, mean, yes, I agree. You know, they also, I think, also even that. And I can't remember his name right offhand, but the, but that running back out of Ohio, Sermon, Sermon. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Trey, Trey Sherman, yeah, Sermon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, I mean, that honestly, you and I, I don't think I think he's I don't think he's going to go very high in the draft. Um, I mean, that might be something that they may want to look at if they if they can get him at the right spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's look that guy. I mean, he, he's probably looking at probably fourth, fifth round, probably type of type of back. But I tell you what, though, man. Hey, after what I saw him do again the other day, he looked really good um, playing up against North. Now that's obviously Northwestern, but Northwestern played really good against Ohio. So I mean, I think that sermon, that sermon, I think that might be a good a good spot for you at San, at San Francisco. And you could, like you said, you could probably get him at a very uh, inexpensive price tag in the draft. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. 
but yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm, 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 I'm like I say, I'm even though this year's been a disappointment. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm optimistic about the future. I mean, I think, I think, I think we, I think we got, we, we, we got the, we got everything in place needed to, you know, like I say, this was just, this was just a year that, you know, just, just didn't go our way. I mean, it's just that simple. Thing, things just didn't go our way, you know, with the injuries and. You know, I mean, that's just part of the NFL injuries. You know, like I say, of course, yeah. everybody's dealing with the pandemic. You know, of course, you know they 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 they, they didn't have, they, they they got moved out of their facilities and not have to play in Arizona. So, I mean, no excuses. I mean, just just a bad just a bad year. That's all. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It did feel pretty good. To, hey, it felt pretty good to beat you guys this week. But at the same time, though, honestly, you know, it's one battle. But you know, I mean, you guys are gonna. You guys are going into next year, you know, I still feel like you guys got the better squad going into next year to build off of. And I mean, you guys are going to have big things come next year. I agree. I, I, I believe that. I think for the cow, I think for the Cowboys, I think, I think the sky's the limit. What if you, if, if you guys get your secondary, right, you guys can divide. Yeah. I think y'all guys can dominate that division. Cause I mean, look, the Redskins are like two, I mean, another two years away. I mean, the Giants are probably another Two, 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 three years away, you know, from being a, a you know a, a competitive team. I mean, the Eagles. I mean, they're just they're basically just a quarterback. Away, I mean, a quarterback away. So I think the Eagles and the Cowboys can be battling for at least a few years while the Redskins and I mean, I'm sorry, the Washington Football Team and the um and and and, and the Giants are still building. So I mean, I, I think the Cowboys. I don't think they're that far off myself I mean like I say you, you get the quarterback situation straight whether it's Dak Prescott or whoever I mean you got you got the skill positions complete you know with the receivers the running back and you yeah, know the tight, and the tight end our defense is where we got to put all our work into. and that's and, and I wouldn't even mind considering keeping Dak and just you know focusing our picks on you know, defense or what have you. You know, I mean, because defense is where we are right now. I mean, our, our offense is set, but that defense is just, you know, it's, it's rough right now. Like you said, more specifically, like like what you said earlier, is, is to the secondary. Not that the front seven's fine, but that secondary is just a mess. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, your front seven is. I mean, you got you got you got. I mean, you got Lawrence. You got Gregory. I mean, you got you know Van Der Esch and and Jalen Smith. I mean, and Alden. I mean, your front seven is. I mean, it could, could probably be a, a top ten, a top ten defense. But if, like I say, if you can just get that back four cleaned up, and you guys are you're going to be very, very competitive. I mean, you can, you can, you guys can take this division even without a losing record. That's true, and I really believe that. You know, honestly, you know, Gregory, Alden Smith, and Gregory. Obviously, this is their first years back. You know, back in the league, more, more so for Gregory because you know he he hasn't been out. He's been out here. He just kind of came back so i think next year you know with the preseason and, and a full training camp and all those types of things you know i do see the front seven you know being ex- uh, exemplary but like you said that back forward where we struggle and i think tavon Diggs, i think he's going to be something special he just needs a little bit more seasoning and experience you know so that's really one out of three so he's still got three more spots we really need i mean we need a safety for sure we still need more cornerbacks so that can play a little bit better on the cover and uh, I think we'll be okay. And obviously, we need a new defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. I mean, pass, oh, yeah, so I no think. doubt. I mean, Mike Mike Nolan's not gonna is not gonna put you over the top. It's not gonna put you over the top. I mean, right. if you, if you anything, you might need to go ahead and call old Wade Phillips back 
you know, I mean, you know, honestly, I wouldn't even be opposed to that. Wait, like I said, Wade Phillips is he's got he's a good offensive mind, and I, I think he would do fine. You know, because um, I mean, you guys run the three four defense. I mean, and Wade Phillips, I mean, is a great, I mean, a great schemer in, with, with that kind of defense. Right. So I mean, you mean, I mean, I would, I would even even consider that. I mean, I, personally, if, if Robert Sala leaves um San Francisco to take a head coaching job. I mean, if we don't do nothing, if we have to go outside, you know, outside the organization, I would go and I would look for Nick. I would, I would um, say call Wade Phillips. But, you know, I think, I think, I think Dallas should, you know, consider that, you know, a Wade, a oh, Wade yeah. Phillips. I'll tell you what, though, you know, hey, I would give anything if, if, if Jerry would just be like, yo, Wade, it's been fun, but uh, we got to let you go. And I would love them to go after Bellum, BLME, BNME, whatever his name is. That guy out of Kansas City. Oh, you mean no, the I, Dallas head coach? BNME or whatever his name is. Man, I would be ecstatic. I'd like, okay, we're good now. Oh, man. I mean, that, I mean, I know that, 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 that would be crazy if he decided to, you know, Send um McCarthy packing and and go and go with B enemy. But B enemy is is probably the hot. It's going to be the hottest um prospect out there. I mean, yeah, out I, there. I don't see him. I think this is you know. I really do believe this is probably going to be his last year in Kansas City because there's so many teams right now that are going to need a head coach, right? Oh yeah. And he's he's like I said, man. He's going to have his pick of the litter of where he wants to go. Honestly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean. I I mean, it's, I mean, he could go. Like I said, he could go to Houston and and, and and make Deshaun Watson be just as good. I mean, he's already yeah. Deshaun Watson's already good, but Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he could no, make him. That's a good spot for him to go to because he already has a good. He already has his, his franchise quarterback. All he has to do is really is just develop the, the the other players around him and such. And I mean, and they you know they can certainly do that. Oh yeah, no doubt. No yeah, no doubt. Or he could go. I guess like he could go to he could go to Jacksonville. I mean, especially if Jacksonville has a chance to pick pick get Trevor Lawrence, oh, yeah. he could say, "Well, let me go down there. I got I got my quarter. I got my quarterback. You know, yeah, you know, he, you know, we know Trevor Lawrence is going to come in there, and he, he's going to he. I mean, he's going to be an instant impact. So hey, and really, Jacksonville's not a bad team. They're actually pretty. They're actually a good team. They just need a. They just need a. They just need like you said, like just like San Francisco. They need a field general out there. And man, if they and you know they're gonna get Lawrence if they draft first, so, so that would be really attractive probably to be enemy too that he could draft his own quarterback, you know. So, yeah, because think about it, because I mean, look at look at it. Randy Reed drafted Patrick Mahomes, so that's his quarterback. So I mean, that that would be fitting for him. He can draft his core. I mean, his his type of quarterback. I mean, like I said, wow. but if he can if he gets to Houston, you know, he'll have Deshaun Watson who's entering his prime. So he's he'll have a quarterback for the next ten years. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, you know, so I think either way, it, you know, no matter where he goes, he's going to be fine. But oh, um, yeah. I wish I, I just wish he'd come to the Cowboys, man. <laughs> oh, man. Like, man. You guys are for young you guys are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs of the, no, um, of the NFC know, East if that happens. And you can't get rid of it no matter what. And you're just like, I feel like I'm in purgatory, man. Like my team has me legitimately as a fan in purgatory, you know, and I'm just waiting for somebody to pray me out of this thing, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's something there. I mean, we all we all have we all have these dreams, these dreams as fans. I mean, we just have these these dreams of oh, I wish we can get this person or that person, and then you know, and then it, it, it really happens, and then we're like, man. Uh, 
why can't we get this guy? Or why didn't we get that guy? And you know, sometimes you know we're proven we're proven right, and sometimes we're proven wrong. It's like that's what we should have gotten that guy, and we got this guy, and look what happened. So. There's nothing worse than sitting in a draft, knowing that your team has like serious needs, and you're sitting at 17, and you're just watching all the players that you know you need go off the board, and it's just like. It's just like ripping the Band-Aid off. You're just like, man, why can't we just... Why, why can't we draft these guys, you know? We're, we're stuck down here at 17 in Purgatory. We're going to get some mid-level player. I was really surprised they got CeeDee Lamb. But I was really like... I was just full on... And we, and we really... That's the thing. Like, we got a great player, but it wasn't necessarily the position that we needed that was going to help the team the best, you know? Yeah, it's... A, yeah, you always got. You, I think they were they what they thought was the best player available because that's always that's always the thing with with a draft. You go, you either go with the best player player available, or you go with the need. I mean, and oh, sometimes wow. you, I mean, that, you have to have a you have to have a have a balance on what do you need versus the best player available. Right, and I know I, I I agree with you, and that's and that's what they did. And I, I mean, like I said, okay, they got they got Ceedee Lamb. He's a great player. You know, out of all the wideouts that went out, you know, Jerry Judy was a stud. Ruggs was the, the speed demon. But I really like, you know, obviously we needed that slot guy. And that was the best slot guy, you know, in the draft. And really, I like his toughness. He's got a great toughness about the kid, you know. So, I mean, we got we got a good spot. It just, you know, and I did really kind of solidify our offense. But, man, our defense just, oh, God, it's like a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, I, I know. Know four, of course. You know, we're just we're just we're just a train wreck. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, I think I think you guys. I mean, I think you guys are on the way uh, on the way up. I mean, I mean, I, I think y'all not that far away. I mean, I think, like I say, once you get you know the things we talked about straighten up, you guys are probably going to rule that division for at least a couple of years. While, like I said, two of the teams are in rebuilding mode and the other team just needs to figure out their quarterback situation. So, you know, maybe who knows one of these days we'll meet again and maybe, you know, to see who goes to the Super Bowl, like, like the, like the night, like in the I 90s. I you guys an NFC, in an NFC showdown again or something. I would, man, that would just, that would just bring a tickle to my heart if I could, I can see the old the old school rivalry back again, you know. Yeah, me too. Me too. I would I would love to see though. I mean, I mean, even though there a couple of there were a couple of years in those in those nineties uh, games that you know I was like, Rrr. and then we finally got it with that hump. I mean, it's like those were still you know games that you always look forward to watching. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I you always you know you circle that on the calendar and you're like. Yeah, well, I can't wait for I can't wait for this game. That we for the Cowboys to take on the Niners, things like that. So hopefully, you know, I'm gonna say, I mean, we we both can get teams can get back to where they were. Then, you know, maybe next game in 2021, we can meet for the NFC Championship game, and you know, that would, that would be yeah, that'd be that, awesome. is, that is the plan. I mean, that definitely that definitely is the plan, and and I think you know, I think eventually we'll all get there. I. Man, it's got hey, at least at least you guys have gotten there sooner than what we did. I mean, we haven't played the Super Bowl in since the nineties. Y'all at least you got one recently. So man, we gotta get back up to yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all kinda set the kind of set the bar for us to get to, get back to. Yeah, because here's another thing. We both got the our teams both have the same amount of rings, five. <laughs> We've been stuck, both of them been stuck on five oh, for God, a very man. long time. So 
You know what? Well, this is the first time. You know, and now, you know, dang, the, the Patriots have passed us. Ugh. Yeah, that's bad when the Patriots pass, especially, you know, given given the quarterbacks that they have right now in, in Stidham and in, you know, uh, Cam. You know, because this ain't the same Cam as what was with the Panthers. This is like the after version of Cam. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah. but yeah, it, you know, they're still playing. You know, even though our, I think our field general is better than what, you know, they have, where our record doesn't reflect that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. So, yeah, it's 50. Like I say, we're all stuck on five trying to catch those. We were, we were, we were basically chasing the Steelers. Who still got bragging rights, you know, because they got more um, Vince Lombardi trophies. So it's like, you know, now that now the Patriots and that now we now we're, we're chasing the Steelers and the Patriots to get six right. and hopefully pass them at seven. So it's like, at least you know, you know though, but at least you know, you guys are at a position where like you can say, okay, I'm definitely not going to win this division. So let me just go the other way and try to improve my draft stock. The Cowboys are at that spot where we're like, okay, you know, because the division is so bad, we could be playoff contenders, but we're too far advanced to really get a good draft pick because we're probably at five and nine. You're probably realistically going to go six, seven, and nine. So what do you do? Yeah, so yeah, yeah you, know? you, you guys still have a shot to at least, you know, make it. I don't even want to win the damn division because winning the division means I'm not going to get a good draft pick. <laughs> okay. And I never thought I was ready well, yeah, my team yeah. to tank, but I was ready to tank. Uh, okay, you want to tank? I was ready to tank just to get a draft pick, man. Honestly, just to get a good draft pick. And I never thought I was going to have a Cowboys okay. ever, but yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready for my team to tank. I'm, I'm just ready for us to get healthy. I mean, if anything, I mean, I just want us to be healthy. You know. Because we haven't been healthy all season. That's why I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again tomorrow, you know, all with any other next broadcast up until then, until you know Kyle Shanahan comes out and even says it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna advocate it. Shut Kittle down. <laughs> I don't want to see Kittle out there again. Shut him down. I mean, I I don't want to don't wanna risk. You know, we're playing playing in two meaningless games where we have no playoff shot. I mean, even, I mean, even even to play spoiler. I mean, just you know, you know, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed's out there. You know, you know, let him get his leg. Let let him get himself right. So, you know, we can get him and Kittle together next year, and you know, do what Kyle was was hoping to do, having both Kittle and Jordan Reed out there and create matchup nightmares. Oh, I totally agree. With that. And that ain't gonna happen if George Kittle goes out there and tears a knee. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I, and I, think, <laughs> I don't know if you want to tear anybody more, but yeah, I, to- I totally agree with you, man. But it's, it, it has been fun talking with you, my brother. Yeah, me, you too. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, I, I enjoyed the conversation yes, once again, and you know, congratulations on the win. <laughs> and I appreciate that, so, man. Congratulations on having a good season next year, because I do see you doing better next year. Well, I do. You, I, I see you guys too. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you again, Jay, for com- for coming on. It's been it's been it's been a lot of fun, and hopefully we'll do this again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely future. do this again sometime, and I'll try to get you on my show as well and uh, talk some talk some more football and stuff. All right. Great. Great. All right. We well, have a good evening, my brother. Again, hey, this is Jay from Unscripted. 
And uh, if you don't mind, we come on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 Eastern on Facebook and Saturday at noon Eastern. And uh, it's been a pleasure, Gabe. All right. Thank you. Well, this wraps up part one of episode 43 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe. And you can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm and other podcast platforms and you can follow me on twitter at ggsports13 so i'd like to thank everyone for listening and downloading i appreciate it and enjoy the rest of the evening <laughs>